Hi, everybody. You're listening to the New Dayton Podcast. I'm your host, Chip James, and I'm setting out to shine a light on some of the amazing things happening in and around our great city. On the podcast, you'll hear from exciting people who see Dayton as a city of opportunity and are taking an active role in creating a new Dayton where small businesses and individuals can thrive. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's get to today's episode. Today, we're lucky to be sitting uh, in one of the best downtown Dayton studios I've seen, and I've seen quite a few beautiful space on 3rd? Where are we? East 3rd. On East 3rd. There is a West 3rd. Yeah, on East 3rd. <laughs> and we are with the, uh, I guess, faces, the personalities behind uh, Cars & Co. Photography House, Michael and Grace Carr. And uh, so excited to to talk to you today about sort of this idea of storytelling and maybe get into your story uh, about um, the business and what Dayton means to you. So thank you for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, we're excited. So uh, you can't, it, we couldn't go two minutes talking to you guys today and you can't go about three lines on your website uh, without hearing the word story mm-hmm. or storytelling. So... Explain to the listeners um, how you're more than just out there taking pictures. You're really trying to tell stories. What's yeah. that mean? I think when we first started in this business, there's there's been catchwords that have come and gone and mm-hmm. hot topics and things. And one of them, and it still is, but it was photojournalism. Uh, everybody wanted a photojournalistic wedding photographer. Okay, And I kind of with from a creative writer background as I was an English major and things like that like I kind of approached it saying well I don't want to just be another photojournalistic wedding photographer Mm -hmm. even though that kind of was my style I was like what else could I be Um, and that's when we started kind of using language like hey well we we tell stories with our photos and Mm -hmm. it used to be on our windows um, at our studios like storytelling modern storytelling yeah Um, and and that's really it was our twist on saying we're photojournalists right where um, we come in and we kind of insert ourselves you know sometimes we're invited in but we right. insert ourselves into people's lives right um, we say it on our website we say it throughout all of our our different um, kind of copy that we put out there mm-hmm. is that we don't want to just be your wedding photographer we want to be your photographer for life and cool. we are um, tomorrow I'm going and shooting a maternity shoot for somebody who got married last year awesome. and some six months from now I'll be shooting their baby like mm-hmm. um, and that's that's what we love that's is because cool. that is truly storytelling we're mm-hmm. not just capturing a few hours of one day of your life but right. we're documenting something in a way that um, shares right the emotion it shares the moments it shares the love yeah. um, it's more than just like one epic one big portrait. transaction honestly yeah. so many times the wedding photography especially i got married 15 years ago mm-hmm. it's like a transaction yeah like well like, something we don't you have know to who have else to do we yeah. need to have this yeah we actually we liked the photos that my wife's mom took on a point and shoot yep. of our day because it was kind of behind the scenes more mm-hmm. than our photographers paid photos like, yeah and so taking it beyond just that transaction, taking it to where you're getting to know the people, the photographer for life. I love that concept. That's yeah. great. So and part of that is our like education. Like we 
and especially when I probably what five years ago I really came on full time mm-hmm. as in this role and I was like why are we not educating our clients on how to have the best possible wedding day like mm-hmm. that is so easy. We know we have hundreds of weddings like right. experience. You're we the ones who know. Right. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know. And yeah. why are we letting them give us their timeline instead? Like now we loved, I have them into the studio. Like we pop some wine open mm-hmm. and we just, we go through every piece of the day with them. And it's like, okay, if you want this here, we have to do this. And right. if you want, like, here's how we're going to move these Almost pieces Almost like you're around. helping them plan it like a mm-hmm. planner would. Definitely. Yeah. And even, even I have them, if they have a planner, I still have them bring them. Cause I'm like, cool. I'm only talking about the photography side of things. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you're telling me this is what you want and we're going to help you get it. Yeah. Like, and then the best feedback we can get is we were so relaxed. We didn't yeah. have to ask us any questions. We were able to enjoy the whole mm-hmm. day. And I think that lends towards that story that yeah. lends for them to be like, we're friends now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have like played a major role in this. And we like love just to continue that story where we continue friendships with people. And like we have clients that we still are friends with and we grab dinner. And so yeah. that, that makes a huge difference, I think, in, in the lives of people. Like this is, we're helping you have a lifelong joy of your photos because of the different pieces that we can offer them. So yeah, it's, so it's fun. <laughs> so you talk about people's stories. Let's talk about your story a little bit. Um, you both grew up in Dayton, and uh, just like me and just like Katie, who's producing the podcast, you left for a while, and then something brought you back. So give us that story. Um, yeah, I'll try the short version. Um, <laughs> the uh, I went to school in Chicago, so I left Dayton, uh, went did my undergrad out in Chicago, um, and uh, Grace and I started dating uh, my junior year of college, and so when... Um, what know, school? What school were you at? Uh, Trinity International yep. University. Yep. So, yep, nice small school up in the North Burbs. But um, yeah, so we we started dating. Uh, we got married three weeks after graduation. Cool. Um, you know, June third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, so June third, I come, I came back to Dayton. Got married here in Dayton. Um, both of our families are still local. Okay. And so at that point. Um, we stayed a couple days after our honeymoon, gathered our stuff, loaded the U-Haul, and then I took her back with me to Chicago. Okay. Um, so we lived out there for about four years in Chicago. And you were um, a photographer? Yep. So I had just started. Um, I basically, I kind of had been doing an apprenticeship um, uh, leading into before we got married. And then I, car- I carried through with that for about a year. I second shot, mentored, mm-hmm. and um, just kind of absorbed as right. much as I could from um, who's still to this day one of my one of my close friends out. In, he's in Chicago still. Mm-hmm. So yeah, started as a men- you know second shooter, just apprenticing with a guy, um, mm-hmm. just learning and. Absorbing. What type of photography did he shoot mainly? Weddings. Okay. So weddings. he he was a part time wedding photographer. He was a part time adjunct professor mm-hmm. at colleges, which is how I met him at Trinity. Um, part-time outdoorsman i mean he kind of is a renaissance man of Mm -hmm. jack of all trades and um and so yeah so i kind of got into weddings with him uh and pretty much he kick-started everything for me um i had one job that i got on my own and i think he gave me 11 that were basically you know he he always he was a really easy sell he's like hey this guy's brand new he's really good and he's cheaper than me. So if you can't afford me, get him while he's young. There you go. And I booked 12 weddings straight as hand-me-downs from Brian. Wow. Um, so my first year I shot, I think, 12 or 13 weddings um, on my own cool. as well as second shot a bunch. And I was working full-time at Starbucks. Grace was working full-time. We still kind of had our, our, and the photography was just a side hustle. It was something that we wanted, but it was yep. not our 
you know, full-time thing. And right. then um, two years later, became full-time, um, quit Starbucks, and photography was full-time. And then got pregnant. Uh, we have um, two boys now. So cool. um, when our oldest was about a year old, um, well, maybe jump back. So all that story, that's kind of got into photography. Yeah, so at some point it sounds like, if I'm reading your website properly, it wasn't just like this ascension. It wasn't like... <laughs> I'm in a second shoot, I'm in a cool city, and boom, the rest is history. Never look back. No, (laughs) no, absolutely. It was our third year of business. So it was, it was, we've always taken a little bit of a slow road. We don't have like a background in business. So Mm -hmm. we've kind of learned as we go and taken things cautiously, you know, paid cash for gear and never, never jumped too deep in. Right. Um, And we, we were doing well. We were growing and our third year, we just, it was our best year. We booked more weddings at a higher price and we were kind of riding the top of the wave and we made one of the biggest business mistakes that people typically make is we stopped pushing because we felt like Uh, we just rode the wave and we didn't keep pushing. And well, and part of that was where the market was like, that was right after the market crash where, you know, nine ish, 2009 ish. Uh, and people like, but we didn't have the foresight to look ahead and be like, Oh, Next year is not going to be so great. You yeah. know, we were People young aren't and foolish. As much money. People are, and they're right. going to maybe hold off on planning their wedding for mm-hmm. a year. Like they're not going to have as, as as big of weddings as yep. they had. And but again, we're we're kind of we're people of faith, and so I always say that that year for some reason I just had this. We were looking for an apartment, a different apartment, and nothing was working. And I was I don't know. I just had this sense of like you know. Mm-hmm. So finally, we were sitting down for dinner, and I was like, what if we went back to Dayton? I, I can picture it still. <laughs> really? It's just funny. It was literally, yeah, we had been spending a month. Out Doors just kept closing. You know, mm. we were, we knew we weren't, so we couldn't stay in the apartment we were at because we, like, you know, we couldn't afford it. We were looking for other places wow. around Chicago, and we had gone on maybe our third or fourth, like, check out and for whatever reason just things kept happening we we couldn't we couldn't get a get an apartment we couldn't get approved or whatever so we're sitting down probably had some wine um and we're you know at the kitchen at our little kitchen table and it, she we almost said it like a joke right it was like we were just kind of she's like what? like what if we just moved back to dayton right and instead of laughing like we both kind of paused the second she threw it out there and said it out loud we both just paused and we we're like mm-hmm. and then i think i responded it was like why don't we? Huh. <laughs> and so we didn't have anything. Literally, it was on a Monday or a Tuesday. We had nothing that coming weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, so we were like, hey, we hopped in the car. We drove back. Um, we ended up looking at just a couple apartments. You know, and actually, ironically, the first apartment we lived in was directly up above our studio. We lived here at the cannery. Oh, really? Yep. So, That's funny. Um, we viewed the cannery. We viewed like one other spot. We ended up signing lease. Mm-hmm. And a couple weeks later, we... Cool. Packed up and moved back to Dayton. <laughs> but that next year would have been like really hard had we not been back where right. it's was so much cheaper to live here than it was in Chicago. Right. And we actually like lost a car and we, I went and waited for a while just cause we were not making enough. Like we could see the end of the rainbow where we were booking again for the next year, but that's mm-hmm. still like far out income because right. we booked so far there's in advance. There's still a lull period in there. There's a lull. And I remember just like, I was waitering and I was like, okay, I, we, I have to make this much money. Like we need groceries. Like we need to pay for this. And like, I made exactly what Michael was saying before. We made exactly that amount of money to wow. be able to pay, like have groceries and 
each step of the way, like again, people of faith, we knew, we knew we were being cared for, mm-hmm. that every time we needed something, we got it. But Dayton also just provided like this platform right. for us to be like, okay, like Michael always had this vision of this studio and what this would look like and mm-hmm. what our clients would be doing. But in Chicago, we, we could never have done that. We could not right. have this, what we have now there. It's just too expensive. It wouldn't have worked. It's, it's just too um, saturated. And when we came here, like we know we offer a really good product. We know mm-hmm. the quality of what we're offering people. And now on a smaller scale, we're able to just we were able to do that. And it was just amazing. So Dayton definitely provided like the stepping stones for yeah. us to get here. And now you're in a beautiful, <laughs> extremely beautiful three thousand plus square foot studio in a perfect downtown Dayton location. So We've talked to people about Dayton being a city of potential, mm-hmm. a city of opportunity, and it proved to be that for you guys. It, mm-hmm. it, it's not a knock against a restaurant owner, a photography studio, to not quite be able to cut it yeah. in a big, big city. It's not a knock. Mm-hmm. It's just harder to, to grab hold of it and stand out. Whereas Dayton, if you're exceptional, you can stand out. Yeah. really really well no matter what your field is yeah. people that are that that excel in their field in Dayton can become household names that's what we always say yeah and Dayton's a city of connections where I, I find that people you know are so excited to collaborate and to build each other up and to mm-hmm. like the businesses are excited to work with other businesses which is mm-hmm. amazing you know yeah. you don't get that in a big a huge city like a Chicago mm-hmm. um, everyone is either already established and they are wanting to stay that way mm-hmm. and they they fear competition but i just find in dayton it's just so fun to because it's small enough that you know almost everybody like a lot right. of the business owners we know each other and we mm-hmm. want everyone to succeed right everyone's you know we all everyone who does succeed if we push it together then we push each other higher you right. know which i think that is just glory especially now that we're watching dayton just really get life you yeah, know, oh, and just sure. thrive. Um, so that's so exciting. And yeah. we just love small local restaurants and small local yeah. shops. And so Dayton is definitely the spot for us. So yeah. Right. The uh, Michael and uh, Jessica Beans from Namesake Coffee told us that in the big city that they were from, Denver, not Chicago like you, mm-hmm. they felt like consumers. Mm-hmm. That no matter what they did, they were just always going to be consumers. But in Dayton, they feel like contributors mm. where, yeah. and that's what, that's just a better way of saying what I've said all along, which is yeah. that you can stand out. <laughs> yeah. You can have an impact here. Yeah. We were stuck in kind of a slow spiral going down the drain is what it felt like. And Grace mm-hmm. has said that in Chicago, we just felt like no matter what we did, we were still just kind of getting sucked in. Right. And yeah, I, that's beautiful. Yeah. As consumers, we were just, right. we, we were just burning and burning, but we right. weren't actually like contributing. Right. It's tougher to get your, your arms around a big city like that. Mm. Yeah. Tougher to make a name for yourself. And there's no there's no shame in that, yeah. right? It's just a big, and, big town. And I think that's the struggle. I think as a creative, there is a lot of shame yeah. in that. And mm. I think that we've been fortunate enough to be doing it long enough where we're able to be at sort of a level where we can disciple and mentor younger and newer photographers. Mm. And I see that. I see a lot of them being shamed that they have to have a part-time job just to make it as a photographer. And I loved sharing our story with them because I'm like, listen, tell any one of those other creatives that gives you flack for undercutting or charging too little or whatever. I'm like, tell them to shut up because 
you know what, if that's their mindset, then that means in two years from now, you're going to still be doing this and mm-hmm. they probably won't be. Yeah. Um, focus on what matters, focus on your skill, focus on your art yeah. and push through. What are you guys seeing in Dayton right now that is exciting to you or that inspires you? I'm excited about the food scene. I'm yeah. a big foodie. So uh, like glass blue oven yeah. and that's a pretty place. Oh, uh. it's so pretty. Chip is amazing. And just the food he creates is mm-hmm. so good. Um, so that's mm-hmm. definitely a big passion of ours that we're excited to kind of get just a unique offerings, you know, things. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. Like we have a lot of clients, not a lot, a few of our clients will come from other cities uh, okay. to come meet with us or, or do different things. And we love to have places different to take them. They're like, we love this place. Like, right. Who knew this was in Dayton? And I was like, yeah, yeah. that's what I like yeah. to hear. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what the podcast is about. We, we literally kind of like taking it upon ourselves to try to like show people who kind of like us grew up here, but then got jobs mm-hmm. and right. left. Um, like when they come back for their weddings, right. you know, we try to like, we take it upon ourselves to like, we want to show them like how cool Same. I take be. it as a personal yeah. challenge yeah. when someone's coming to town, they don't even know I'm yeah. being competitive about yep. it. They're like, like oh, oh yeah, we're, we're in town from Manhattan. I'm like, awesome. Yeah. Watch We're taking this. you to dinner yep. and then drinks after yeah. and you're going to, and we won't have to wait three hours. Yeah. Great. <laughs> great. I'll send them on like a little hike. I'll send them to a good coffee shop, great yep. restaurant, little boutique. Yep. And they're just like what yeah it's like yeah that yeah. so finally we had to just put out a podcast about it so. yeah that's perfect i i think what i'm most excited about with dayton is the fact that it's reclaiming the like um how do you say it it's it's reclaiming the status as a hub mm-hmm. for like creativity culture and mm-hmm. creativity mm-hmm. Because I think that's, a, again, what you find in bigger cities is the downtown is the hub. It's the core of all of it. Absolutely. It's the heartbeat. And I think Dayton lost that. Mm-hmm. And it's now in the last, we've been back for nine years. And I was even in the past five years. Right. It's, it's really taken just off. taken off and it's just exploding. And, and we love being on Third Street because mm-hmm. like Fifth Street's growing, the river, you know, Riverside right. and Monument's growing. And I'm like... When we re-signed our lease last year, we were like, well, how long do we want to sign for? I'm like, we need to lock in whatever price we can get because right. in a year or two from now, it's going to collide right on us. It is. And it, it's coming. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a fun time. Dayton, 100 years ago, was a town of invention. Mm. And people use the word innovation, but a lot of people, it's like too vague of a term. And sure. so you're hearing more and more people say Dayton is a town of creativity. Mm. And it's just sort of a modern take on invention or mm-hmm. innovation. But, you know, our design culture, photography, videography, we have this great culture. It's not just hospitals and schools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have world-class um, creatives yeah. sitting within a couple blocks of where we are right now. One of the things that makes Dayton special, and uh, maybe I didn't know this as much as I know it now that we've, ha- we've done so many interviews, but... A lot of our business owners, our leaders, our influential people like you guys are are committed to the community and meaning they're giving back. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about some of your partnerships or nonprofits and things like that. Yeah, I think definitely, like Grace said earlier, I mean, we are you know, people of faith. We go to a church downtown Dayton. And for us, one of the things that we are always looking for opportunities to either use our business um, to benefit you know, and draw awareness or to just other times physically just 
you know, physically show up, use right. the space, use our time. And um, one of the most recent impactful events um, that I was able to be a part of um, happened right before uh, Christmas in 2018, just this, this past Christmas. But I was contacted by um, a local uh, local friend, kind of a Facebook message, and it was just like a blanket. I think mm-hmm. there were 20 people on this message, and it was like, hey, there's a huge need for foster care kids in the Miami Valley in Montgomery County. Um, right. Are any of you photographers interested in like trying to put something together where we could do like a one day headshot event for all these these kids that need something? Such a good idea. Yeah, and she showed us the need, and it was like we literally like within a day. I mean, everyone was like, "I'm in." It was oh, wow. awesome. Like it was, this group message blew over. up, you know, and yeah, and and she's like, she took it to the board, um, and it got approved right away, and just like the wheels started rolling, like this went zero to sixty. Wow. Um, and and I reached out to her. And said, "Hey, like I don't. If you need it, I know in the past with you know finding a venue, a location to host things is usually one of the first hurdles. Right. So we said, hey, if you need it, you know our space is big enough. We could host it. We'd be happy to host this this cool. event. Um, two months later, like it it happens, and I think we had we had close to eighty. Wow. Um, I think they had a hundred sign up and things. We had close to 80, 80 kids come in wow. um, that are all part like." you know, of the Montgomery County Children's Services. And they came in, they, uh, we had cookies and being the holidays, like Cindy, she had like organized like, you know, food and hot chocolate and cookies. And we made an event out of it. We had um, ended up having four photographers with like little mini studios set up throughout the inside of our space. And they got to come in and get a headshot and um, just, not only get a new photo, but I think what was so impactful was like we tried to make it an event where they felt like special and totally. cared for. Um, and they had a few minutes with each photographer, just one right. on one. And um, it was. Well, they had to walk in the studio. I mean, yeah. I walked in the studio and was like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. They had to be yeah. like, what? Yeah. And we had, you know, the lights up yeah. and it was the music playing. It was. It was like an event for yeah. them. So and um, I didn't think. A whole lot about it at the time i was just like yeah this is something like we you know like that we would love to be a part of and then the morning of and he's like oh hey just so you know like i don't know like channel two might stop by okay and i was like okay well and then like midway through like three three of the you know channel seven 45 like they like had wow. like camera people. so like all of a sudden i'm like oh i didn't like get dressed up to be on camera <laughs> <laughs> and uh but it which it just kind of turned into this amazing opportunity to just promote the awareness of this huge need that's such a good idea. um and it all started just kind of like an amazing idea that, that cindy had and yeah. it blew up into this huge thing and like the more awareness i think for just mm-hmm. these kids who are you know it's a huge need in like our county and it, it you know really bigger than that but specifically just our montgomery county like these kids, you know, heading into the holidays have nowhere to go. Right. And they're... And the first impression is the photo that you're seeing yeah, online. Yeah, you have one photo. To, and, you know, going back to what we said before, you have like... And that was, I remember, I had a horrible answer at the time. <laughs> you know, but Fox 45, whatever, they're like, you know, like, how is this one photo going to like, change that? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, it's like you have, you have one photo to tell this kid's story. There you Otherwise, go. you're going to pass by it. Mm-hmm. How do you create one photo that's going to make somebody stop long enough to click on it and right. to actually read, read more about profile, that kid. Right. Um, and that's what we did. And that's what we you know, sought after. And it was just such an amazing opportunity. Like I felt like humbled to even be a mm-hmm. part of it. And 
again, just drawing awareness. And that, that was probably for me using actual photography. Um, but Grace has been at a few opportunities where we've been able to pair. I think that's what is a cool story about this is I'm on the board for the Oasis House now, uh, which is a sex trafficking organization <laughs> here in Dayton. And it actually only happened because a client that we had photographed their wedding, they came back in with their son and we're doing uh, a, a portrait session. And we had just had a fundraiser for a different uh, nonprofit. And she was like, Grace, like you've just been on my mind. Like mm-hmm. this sounds like something you'd be interested in and uh, really good at. And like, I'm on the board here. Would you, you know, would you ever want to be on the board with me? And I was like, yeah, like let's, cool. let's go talk about it. So we got coffee and like, so just so many opportunities, just like being, being with our clients and mm-hmm. in their vested in their lives. Like, they think of us in different ways and we become friends and yeah. well, now we're serving together. But yeah, we'll another work. thing I love that we do is the Project Jericho. Um, mm. And so it's uh, basically, Project Jericho is based out of Springfield and okay. they work with at-risk youth who um, have been in juvie or you know, like have gone to different, or just going down a bad path. Sure. And Project Jericho says, hey, you know what? We think that through art, there can be healing where you can learn to express healthy emotion. And so they actually do like a music and a dance camp. And then they do a photography camp that they've had Michael come in several times and teach it. And so it's like six to eight weeks typically. And they have a theme uh, where they like try to, hey, we're going to capture photography. We're going to teach you how to photograph. But then you're like expressing Mm -hmm. this emotion or, or, or this uh, theme through this art. And I think, think that's really cool for kids who probably have never been to an art class, you know, yeah. who probably in, in this day and age don't get to experience that. Yeah. Um, and so they do, they do great work of just like, hey, here's a healthy way to that's express awesome. all the pain that you're going through, what you're feeling. Here's a family. We give, we're giving you a family, basically, of kids who are in the same boat as you yeah. that you can connect with. And so it's cool. Well, I mean, that's Dayton in a nutshell. I mean, mm. you, you have uh, the chance to meet really good people and make really solid connections mm-hmm. to collaborate and get involved in something that's bigger than the business. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in bigger, you know, more uh, flashy cities, it's just so much harder to make those connections. Yeah. It's and not like it can't be done. It's just more difficult. Yeah. And we love Dayton uh, for being that type of town and, and for pr- providing those opportunities. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys are award-winning wedding photographers, <laughs> and those last couple stories are even cooler to me. Mm. They, they speak more about you guys and your business than the awards from you know top publications. So I just thank yeah. you for all that you guys are doing to give back to Dayton and uh, to the photography community. Yeah, well, that, I, I agree with you, and they definitely are. I think. They're, they're bigger trophies on, right. you know, the shelf of, you know, accomplishments mm-hmm. um, that I would absolutely hold those above anything else because it gives us an opportunity to affect um, positive, change. positive change. Yeah. And to, 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 you know, to be able to utilize the, you know, success that we've had and been blessed with mm-hmm. and transform that into something that is positive um to our community to um you know those who are literally right outside our door and those who are you know on the other right. side of the city and um and that's what we feel like we're called to do and so it's amazing well we've got michael and grace carr who live downtown yeah. work downtown 
uh, go to church downtown, eat and drink coffee downtown. So don't tell me that uh, <laughs> awesome, influential business owners don't come downtown. That's just not a story I'm willing to listen to. So thank you guys for giving us your time today and being a part of the new Dayton. That's yeah. right. Thank Thanks you. again for being here. We're excited. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out today's episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, share it with your friends. Uh, Take a screenshot on your phone. Post it on Instagram to your story or to your feed. Post a shot on Facebook. Please help us spread the word about New Dayton. You can also subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a review. And I want to give a special thank you to Katie Matthews for producing and editing the podcast. And a thank you and a shout out to John Waldron, who created all of the music for the podcast. Also, last thing, if you have a guest recommendation, please connect with me on Instagram, chip underscore James, or email me at chipjames at gmail.com. Oh, and one last, last thing, check out the website, choosingdayton.com forward slash new Dayton. Thanks again.